What's good, y'all? Welcome back. Welcome back to I Have No Idea What I'm Doing, the podcast. It's me, E, a.k.a. The Wizard of Pod. I see a lot of people like that, so I think I'm going to roll with it for a little while. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, man, appreciate y'all uh, for uh, sharing, liking, commenting, subscribing, all that. Uh, to the last one, I checked my YouTube page, just uh, looking around, trying to change some shit around. So if you try to find my YouTube page and you listen to this and not watching the video, uh, it's uh, spelled exactly as the title. I have no idea what I'm doing. So yeah, man, fuck with me on YouTube. You got YouTube, subscribe, man. I appreciate that, man. You know, nigga trying to get paid, you know. <laughs> so yeah, man, all that. Subscribe, like, all that. Um, appreciate it, though. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's nice out. I'm recording this on a very nice day. I'm looking outside, so if you're watching the video, you wonder what the fuck I'm looking at. I'm looking outside. I feel like a kid that just can't wait to get outside. <laughs> so, man, it's summertime, man. Uh, sundress season. It's a beautiful time. Uh, <laughs> man, I like people be like, yeah, man, I like what you know. I'm like, ah, y'all don't like the summertime, or it's like, no, I seen uh some shit. Thought it was funny. Uh, I see it a lot where people are like, "Oh, I like the fall," or uh, "I like the winter," or whatever spring. Like everybody got their preferences. I'm a summer person. I'm a summer baby. Uh, I was born in August. So I'm a summer baby. I love the summer. Uh, I love when it's nice out. I don't like when it's too hot though. When it gets too hot, like I'm the motherfucker. When it's too hot, I go to sleep. <laughs> I'll be in the back sleep somewhere. I can't. Uh, I remember we used to take family trips down south, and I used to always sleep because it was like the weather was crazy, like July, August, like it was so fucking hot down there. So all I did was sleep and the family trips were like to a small town. So it was like nothing to do. It was like one of them towns where like Walmart's like the mall. So I used to be in that bitch, knock the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't hang, man. When I was a kid, I would run around. But then when I got older, it was just like, nah, bro, I'm going to sleep. I'll go to Walmart go fuck around in the AC or something, and then uh, come back and go to sleep. The heat, when it's too hot, I go to sleep. But like I said, man, sundress season. Uh, everybody's at the pool, uh, tanning, all that shit. Um, another reason I like the summer, too, because it's like um, uh, one of my favorite things to do is like go chill by the river, uh, go chill downtown by the river, just watch, uh, you know, watch the ducks and shit or... Uh, just watch the water. It's a good way to think. Uh, I think better around water. So for me personally, it's just one of those things. Uh, and then, like I said earlier, I'm like trying to, I can't wait to get outside. And one thing I like to do is hoop outside. But it, it, like you don't see that too often no more though. Like at certain, I know um, like certain parks, like we all used to play basketball. Like if you like drive by, like you really don't, uh, you don't see people like playing basketball like you used to be. I remember like 10, 12 years ago, you could ride by the park and you could just run into a game, you know. Now it's like certain parks, but I always enjoyed like, um, I always enjoy hooping outside. I know it's not good for your knees. I know a lot of kids, they want to hoop inside and shit like that, but you know. You got made tough, you know what I'm saying? You fall in that concrete a couple of times, you know, you learn. Um, yeah, you just can't find that. I just I always thought that was interesting. You know, you ride by a park and you just don't... You don't even see kids at parks no more. Like, you just don't see that shit. It's just... I don't know. It's just crazy. I, mean, I know it's like we in that era where, like, everybody has, like, 
um, technology. So, like, the kids, they don't really give a fuck about being outside. They just want to, like, fuck around on their phones or their tablets and shit like that. So, you know, the joke of, like, going touching grass. So, I'm definitely going to be that parent, like, man, get your ass outside. <laughs> like, go outside. Go touch some grass. Go see some birds. Go fall. Scrape your knee. You know what I'm saying? Go go do shit. I don't know. You just don't see that too often. So, um, I don't know. As I was making this pot, um, you know, I'm, this is my second one in a row. So, uh, you know, the old saying, if, if, you, if you, win, you win three games in a row, it's called a winning streak. And speaking of winning streaks, man, the Yankees hot. That's a whole another subject. The Yankees hot. The Yankees hot. Um, but it's a winning streak. So, you know, two in a row, trying to stay consistent, trying to push myself to stay consistent. So, uh, now I'll be overthinking this shit. And what I started to understand is, like, overthinking is, like, really to combat overthinking, you just use common sense. It sounds so crazy. It sounds so, like, duh. But... I just had this thought one day. I was like, a lot of my overthinking is just common sense. So, like, what makes common sense? Like, what makes sense instead of just, like, overthinking? And I'm one of those people that, like, I try to figure out, like, seven different scenarios on how this is going to go, how this is going to play out. And then what what happens is I start getting into this rabbit hole, and then I forget my entire, like, what I want to do. Um, but, you know, consistency is the key. When I was doing these consistently, it was like, then they started getting easier and easier. Uh, I talked about it with, uh, the last one I did about going to, when I was going to the gym and, you know, it taught me consistency, you know, or I don't say it taught me, but it, um, it, it, it re-sparked the idea of consistency and like what consistency can be when you stay consistent doing something, uh, eventually it gets easier, you know, that, that rockings are becoming a pebble. Um, but then it's like, you know, I had to check myself with the four agreements on certain shit too. You know, not taking things personal, not assuming, you know, being impeccable with what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I'm trying to be better with how I convey things because I know I'm not the best communicator. So something I'm trying to work on, but I always try to make sure my intent is there. So as long as the intent isn't lost, uh, you know, you can kind of uh, work through the communication just as long as the intent isn't lost. And uh, shit, just doing, you know, stay doing your best or whatever you're trying to do. Um, you know, uh, and so I guess with that, I had to start understanding, like, everything is just not going to be understood. So uh, I had seen this shit a while ago, and it made me think of it. And, you know, if you've been listening to these long enough, you know I like quotes. <laughs> I quotes is my shit. And so I seen one from Ghostface, and Ghostface is one of my like favorite artists. Like just the shit he does. He's just I just like how like um, honest dude is. He's an honest guy, man. He just like and he's my favorite Wu Tang member. Ghostface is my favorite Wu Tang member, and uh, he had a quote. And I guess somebody had asked him about like understanding his art, not being misunderstood and shit like that. And he said, I don't give a fuck if you don't know what I'm talking about. This is art. When you go see a painting on the wall that looks bugged out because you don't know what the fuck he thinking. <laughs> because he ain't got no benches, no trees there. It's just a splash. The nigga that didn't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I thought of that shit like leading up to like trying to figure out how I'm going to pod and shit. And I was just like, damn. So it's like, you know, art ain't always going to be understood. It's going to be people that uh, misunderstand you or... They don't. They may take something wrong that wasn't meant to be 
uh, taken a certain way or whatever. But then the day, like, you know, I just start understand, like, you know, I try to make sure everybody understands what I'm, how I'm trying to come across when I make these, or I try to make everybody feel it. But sometimes it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, if there's a hundred people that are listening to this, they end up listening. It might be 10 motherfuckers that just don't fuck with it. It might be 10 people that just fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Everything ain't for everybody. So that's how I took that. It's just like everything ain't for everybody. You know, if you can relate to it, you can understand. It's like music. You know, I don't listen to too much music that I don't really relate to in a certain way. Uh, I like music that, that I think it's a big crit quote. I think crit, crit said that shit. Um, you know, I like music that touch my soul. Uh, if you don't touch my soul, I ain't listening to it. So, you know in some form of fashion. So, yeah, man. I, um, speaking of music, too, uh, I had uh, I had seen that the Carter 3 is 14, and that shit blew me. I was like, damn, like, this joint is 14, bro. Like, that shit is crazy. Like, I remember, like, when that shit came out, and it was like the question, the question was posed on the tweet was like, hey, you know, what's your favorite song? Off the car three, and I try to go around and try to think like there's certain songs I like. There's a lot of songs on there I like more than I thought I did after I went and listened to it that day. Um, Comfortable, Uh, I I liked Mr. Carter, but I didn't like Mr. Carter. Um, I don't know why I just didn't. It was cool. Um, What else song? The one with Joel is a fabulous. I think it's you ain't got nothing. That that joint was hard. The one with David Banner was tough. don't get it. That's probably my top three or four. Uh, shoot me down, tie my hands. It was, it was a lot of tracks. I didn't realize like how many songs I actually did like on there, because I was one of those that don't. I, I probably still um, let the beat build. Uh, Lollipop aged better than I thought it would, but I liked Lollipop when it came out at the time. Uh, but shit, man, Millie, man, like that. That's just like a Millie is like. 1,000 degrees in the Canaverse. If somebody was to ask me, like, yo, how good was Wayne back in that time? And I think those are the three songs I will play. Cannon, uh, Millie, and 1,000 Degrees. I feel like those are the songs I will play. But a uh, Millie, man, that shit just rings, dog. Like, I still remember, like, hearing that. When that shit came out, you heard that everywhere. Everybody that rapped, everybody did that beat. Uh... It was just something that rang off, and I was like, "Damn!" Like it just—it was real nostalgic. I'm a real, you know, I'm a real nostalgic guy, so I like nostalgia. And I was like, "Damn!" Like this joint really was like ringing the fuck off. I said, "Damn!" Like so, I still think Carter Two is the best one. Uh, you know, hit me, let me know what y'all think is the best one. Uh, I feel like with the Carters, it's like uh, it's three different wings. But what I like about it, uh, I think I meant to say this about the Kendrick thing too, is like he kind of. Um, I like how you know where he's at. I like artists that tell you where they at, so it's not the same shit and nothing sounds the same. Um, like the first card is like Cash Money Wing. Second card is like uh, I'll say Rockefeller Wing because he should have been on Rockefeller. It was like Rockefeller Wing, and then it was like Carter Three was like Rockstar Wing. It was just like three different. Uh, you could just tell where he was at in each phase. And um, I think it's just about preference. I think a lot of it has to always, I think it always has to do with like nostalgia and like where you were at, how you felt in the moment. Carter 3 is something I can remember. Like, I remember that. Like, it was so much hype leading up to that album and shit. And it was so much, like, even the leak, the leak was hard. Um, 
he had like the the fucking drought series, the dedicate like the drought is over, all that shit. So it was just um, it just made me think. I don't know, maybe I'm just I'm getting old because my birthday is right around the corner. So like every time my birthday comes up, I start thinking like, damn, like because you another year on. So it's like you know you just start thinking about shit. And when you hear shit, I'm getting to that age where it's like now I'm the parent where it's like eventually I'm gonna be telling my kids like, yo, uh, you know, it was like this one day. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna start doing that though. It's a lot. It's a few albums that have come up. Uh, it was Kanye's. Uh, it was Kanye's birthday. So then I went back to the graduation, and I forgot how much I loved the graduation. Good morning is always gonna be my fucking morning alarm. So, um, yeah, man. It was just like. It was. <laughs> I think what I'm gonna do is I'm I'm starting to think I might I might give y'all that I might just start finding albums I like and just give you my my real nostalgic take see if I see how it goes that's a good idea actually. Um, anywho, um, to that Wu quote. Um, so last time I made a pod it was about the NBA Finals, and. Uh, Yeah, man. Um, let me see. Sorry, do something. Um, the NBA Finals. Um, last time I made a pod, it was uh, game after Game One. So after Game One, uh, in between that time, the Warriors ended up tying that shit up. Uh, this is a real back and forth series, man. Like this is, the, I think this bitch going seven. Like I, I would be shocked if this goes anything. If this goes six, I'd be shocked. Um, but I think it's going seven. It's real back and forth. Uh, like I talked about, where it's just like the old guard versus the new guard. But uh, man, man, like game four. Man, y'all got to start. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I think one of the reasons I'm, I'm rooting for Golden State. Um. Outside of my uh, my New York uh, Knicks bias, is like I fought, I want to see Steph get his flowers. I want to see that shit. I want to see Steph like get his, because it's like it's always the jokes of like um, you know he didn't win the Finals MVP in 2015, which I don't understand because he was the best player. He was the best player on that team in the finals. You know, Iguodala got it because of what he did. I guess with LeBron. But it was it, that was Steph's man. Like Steph was the best player in that series. But we look back at that. that speaking of stars, like we look back at that crazy because it's like, oh well, you know, you know, like I said last time, like you know, they ain't had such and such. But it's like, nah, he should have been Finals MVP. Then you know the Kevin Durant shit, and that's been popping up lately. Is like, you know, the jokes are like, oh, he needed KD to get his two other rings. But I'm like, shit, KD coming there because of Steph. <laughs> like KD ain't just showing the fuck up. And uh, I always, I don't know, as a as a Steph supporter, I always feel like that's, I feel like he gets a lot of, I feel like people focus on what he isn't rather than what he really is, like how great he is. Like they focus on his limitations and they focus on the things that uh, he lacks, I guess, you know, uh, he can't defend, he's not the best um, defender, uh, you know, because he's not fucking 6'8", you know. 240, 230, you know, he's not built like, you know, Giannis or LeBron or Kawhi or 
any of those guys. Like he just he's a regular dude. So uh, his I felt, I know his size uh, definitely uh, goes against uh, goes against him. But it's like it's always about that with with, with Steph, man. And with the speaking of LeBron, like what the fuck is he doing? Like why does LeBron always feel like he got to rain on Steph Parade? I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Like, <laughs> he been talking about playing with the Warriors for, like, the last two years, bro. Two, three years. He been trying to play with the Warriors. But the whole time Steph was on the come up, LeBron was always doing petty shit. And if you know LeBron, LeBron always for the petty shit. I don't care what anybody says. I just was like, why is this clip coming out now that, oh, I would like to play with the Warriors? And it's like, he keeps trying to say he want to play with Steph. And Steph kind of like, no, nah, I'm good. This is like, well, if they win this year, Steph got four of them things. Bron got four of them things. And... You know, some people don't count the bubble. And that was another thing I had seen recently, too. I got uh, asked about that. Was the Does the bubble championship count? Um, and someone was like, with the Knicks won, how would you feel? I was like, oh, I'd be happy because the Knicks won. But at the same time, I feel a little cheated because, uh, you know, part of the experience is the crowd. So, whatever. But anyway, um, yeah, I just don't know what the fuck LeBron's doing. It's like he keep trying to, like, rain on Steph Parade. No pun intended, but it's like, bro, <laughs> like, if I was Steph, I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, if LeBron was there, him and Steph, they they would ring off two or three straight. However long LeBron want to play, they would ring off uh, chips as long as everybody was healthy. But I just, I don't I don't get it. But, man, like, I, like watching that game, Early on, I knew Steph was in it. When he ran down the court and he started talking his shit, I was like, yeah, Steph in it. Um, and he never really gets credit for how great he is. It's like they'll talk about top five players and they never say him because, like I said, his limitations. But I was like, bro, like the way he was willing that team, it was just like it was dope to see. Like you could just see he was willing them, like willing them to it, shot at the shot. Like and he make them shots, like them kill shots. Like you think you got some shit going, and he come down, he ran about two or three back to back to back. And if they were at, if they were in Golden State, that crowd would have went berserk. Like they know when he hit like one or two, they know when he hot. And I can attest to that when you see a player for so long like Melo, I used to know like watching Melo like it was certain nights. I was like, "Oh, he got it going." Like this is this one of them. This is this easy. You could. Ju- I, I just knew when it was gonna be a thirty plus piece. Like I knew it. I could just tell the way he came out, or when shit started rolling for him, I just knew when he was hot. So it's always dope when he gets going. I'm interested to see how that's gonna play out in Game Five, because um, Boston crowd is tough, man. Uh, they giving Draymond shit. And Draymond, the thing about Draymond is like Draymond doing the shit I do at the gym when I ain't doing shit. I just start running around making noise. <laughs> when I'm playing like shit, I just start running around making noise. I start talking shit, try to get in somebody's head for them to play shitty because I'm playing so shitty. Ain't no shots going. My layups ain't going. You know, all I'm doing is getting boards and making good passes or hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not doing shit. I'm getting cooked. Because uh, my old ass is tired Like whatever bro Like, And that's what he looked like He just looked like a nigga Running around making noise um, But the one thing I'll say Even though his tactics Are starting to get like blatant uh, He's playing hard You know what I'm saying And he's not playing the best But he's playing hard And that's still infectious On that team um, And the crowd They're giving it to him Like I know I've seen people saying You know he the, the fuck Draymond They ain't liking it I can't talk You know the Knicks uh, last year, uh, Trey Young, we we gave it to Trey Young. The crowd was just fuck Trey Young, and it's still fuck Trey Young. But uh, I know, just as a Knicks fan, it's more out of respect. We don't chant motherfuckers like that. We don't we don't do that unless you got game. Like we just don't do that. 
Um, it's a, it's a respect thing, and you know. And the thing I, I, I fuck with Trey Young for is like, as much heat as he was getting, he still stood tall, and he busted our ass. I can't even, I can't even, you know what I'm saying? But that's what you're supposed to do when that crowd get to doing that shit. Um, but yeah, Draymond, man, he's getting cooked. The media cooking him because he's talking this shit on his podcast to the old heads, and he's not playing well, so it's not backing it up. It's just like it's looking crazy. Um, you know, speaking of crowds, man, um, man, hey, Michael B. Jordan doing that shit where he was, uh, you know, when niggas be hurt, we try to go do shit to like, uh, um, like make it feel better. Like, you know, I guess for him, he got the bread. So, you know, he decided to go to NBA finals game. Sundays go to the strip club, you know, let the ones, <laughs> let the ones represent their tears. <laughs> but, uh, uh, one thing about that shit is, you know, it was like I don't I don't care for the details because I don't I'm just not that type of person. But uh, outside looking in, I was thinking like, yo, I low key. I want to say low key. Like I respect what Lori did, you know, because you know it's the perception is is he's a really good guy. I don't know, him, so I'm not you know I'm not here to make no judgment on that. Just just looking at the situation, and I was like, I, I respect it though because it's like she. She bet, she told him like it, it's she she ain't with him. You know what I'm saying? She don't want to be with him. I guess, and she told him she don't want to be with him. And ain't that what we all would want? You would rather just know than not know. You know, uh, it ain't no fun being with a motherfucker just for the camera. So you know, on either end, you know, because eventually that shit seep in. But like, it's like on either end. Like, I was like, shit. At least she told him. Uh, but with him, man, you got to know your personnel, man. She broke Future Heart, so you got to know your personnel. <laughs> like, I was like, you got to know your personnel, bro. Same time, you know, um, if he's the perceived good guy that he is, like, she going to have a hard time finding the next dude ain't going to take that shit serious at all. The next one ain't going to take that shit serious because you're going to be looking at that shit like, if he's a good dude and he was trying to, you know what I'm saying, he was trying to make all that shit official and, you know what I'm saying, you basically just, you moved around on him. The next motherfucker ain't gonna take you serious, so we'll see how that play out. I guess, like I said, I don't really care about that type of shit. I don't care about the details because I don't even know how we know. Uh, it's like with, uh, it's like with when the shit was going on with like Kim and Kanye and Pete Davidson. It's like, why do we give a fuck about this? <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe I, I just don't care about shit like that. So I just I, I try to mind my business. But anywho, um, man, I feel them though, man. You gotta try to figure out something to make it feel better, man. So you know. He went out, you know, went to the game, and, man, niggas was in there looking hurt. I'm like, yeah, dog, hurt. <laughs> Nigga been hurt, buddy ass hurt, man. So, uh, but anywho, but the crowd, man, was it was nuts. And, um, you know, Steph, back to the game anyway, but Steph, he really, like, gave it to, he really, he really, like, answered the bell, and um, I... I thought that was the best game I had seen from him under them circumstances. Um, I didn't realize until after I put it out there, I thought about the second half against Houston game six when he was like, he was like, oh, he, he ain't scored. He he had no points going into halftime. And he came out and gave him a fucking 30 piece in the second half uh, against Harden and Chris Paul and them. I think it was like 2019, 2018, one of them two, whenever the year Houston was supposed to beat them. And he just went fucking berserk. Um, but I felt like this one, under the circumstances, 
um, in the finals, at least, I feel like this was a signature moment for him in the finals. And I'm glad they won because the whole time the game was going on, uh, game four, I was like, man, they going to fuck around and um, and lose. And this is like a signature performance for him. And I was like, man, this is shit I be saying. Like, yeah, my, my step boss was kicking niggas. I'm like, man, I hate when he has these type of performances and then they lose and then motherfuckers don't talk about it. LeBron fans know what I'm talking about because they do that shit all the fucking time. But <laughs> it's like, it would suck because game three, it was like, Every time Boston, first of all, Boston blew an 18-point lead. Then every time, uh, you know, shit uh, hit or every time uh, the Warriors would make a run, it was like Boston would answer. Boston would answer. And this time they just couldn't answer. And I feel like Steph's energy was contagious as a leader. He came out and he came out when he was talking that shit. When, after he hit that, that second three in the first quarter, he ran down there and talked that shit. It was like everybody fired up. And it's like when... The, when it was like it's like it, I guess it's like to equivalent like when the leader shows up or like the big brother shows up. It's like everybody like okay we good Steph here. They know Steph gonna be here because he been here the whole fucking series. And I'm like, um, you know, even the Wiggins like Wiggins playing hard like Wiggins. I was always the knock on Wiggins when he was in Minnesota. He had fucking 16 rebounds. I said, look at this fucking guy, man. Like that's what they've been asking. Uh, that's why everybody been like, where's the effort? And the effort was there. Even he had one of the games and he been their second best player. Uh, this entire series too. He been really doing his thing. Uh, Clay, man, Clay can't really get it going. He got it going game three, but they still lost. But uh, you know, he had some good. Uh, he had some key plays in the fourth quarter. But uh, I don't know. It's just like Steph, man. Like that was that was the that was the toughest shit I seen. Then I seen the stat where like he's got like. Um, like his his point total is like he's shooting like 50 49 and 87 percent so he shoot 50 50 percent from the field 49 percent from three and fucking 87 percent or some shit like that from the free throw line i said dude you can't say nothing about steph in this is because everybody was going in saying like oh boston we all everybody thought that like boston defense boston defense and he answering that shit bro like he is answering that shit bro that shit is crazy like you know, I, I just, it, win or lose, man, Steph should get the respect that he deserves, and people should start respecting him as such. Uh, as far as legacies go, say what you want, but, you know, him and Le- it's really him and LeBron as far as these last 10 years. It's really been 10, yeah, about these last 10, 11 years, it's really been him and LeBron. You know, he got the chips, he got the MVPs, he got everything that, he got everything you're asking for. You know, yeah, you hold the finals MVP against him, and, the one thing I think is crazy is like we hold finals MVPs against people, but Bird first championship, Bird didn't win the finals MVP, Cedric Maxwell did. So I feel like that's kind of like one of those things people just like nitpick, you know. And like I said earlier, we should start appreciating for what he is and for instead of uh, being uh, nitpicking at what he isn't. And we do that with everything and everybody. Just appreciate shit for what it is, man, uh, instead of for what it's not. Uh, you'll find a lot more joy in watching shit or just in being in the moment of shit. Um, I feel like uh, Steve Kerr definitely uh, showed uh, his coaching chops for a lot of the for the uh, Mark Jackson. This is Mark Jackson's team camp. <laughs> that took some balls to uh, Sid Draymond, man. As much history as they got, and that shit could have went left if they lose. And I just was like, damn, like, what if they had lost this shit? Like, I was thinking that it, like, right as the clock was going, I was like, damn, he said, because they were talking about on the, on, they were talking about it over the telecast. And I was like, damn, like, they did see Draymond. 
And that shit would have been crazy. He was doing the offense, defense thing with Draymond and Clay. You could see Clay was getting pissed. But Draymond, uh, I didn't get to catch any Draymond reaction, but that was some ballsy shit by Steve Kerr, man. So uh, that's for the, the, this is Mark Jackson's team, man. I've been telling motherfuckers Steve Kerr can coach. Um, but they hold shit changed when he became the coach. So I just, I never understood that. But uh, yeah, man. Um, but Boston, man, to the Boston side of things, I think Boston missed an opportunity, uh, a real big opportunity. They could have went up 3-1, going back to Golden State. Uh, like, man, it's just like, uh, if you're a Boston fan, you got to kind of be upset because it's like both, all four of these games have been games where it's like either team, you can make a real case either team can win. It's always it's just like a run happens or this happens. But if you Boston, you got to feel like that's a real missed opportunity. You got the crowd behind you. You got everything going. You just you just really punked them. And Golden State matched that intensity in game four, but they punked them really uh, in game three. They just had – they were hustling. They were just out hustling, doing everything. And I was, like, thinking, like, you know, if you if you a Boston fan, you definitely should feel like you missed the opportunity going back to Golden State could up 3-1. I don't think Golden State comes back from down 3-1. Uh, with the way the rest of the cast is playing, uh, Steph got Steph got a got motherfuckers in a in a duffy man. He got the team in a duffel bag. He just carrying motherfuckers, man. But you know Tatum, uh, Brown been aggressive, and that uh, and this is where they both are kind of like showing like how they uh, the reason why uh, those in the camp that thought they should break up high. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but the way they they're complimenting each other right now, Jason, Jason Tatum ain't really got it going, man, and he hasn't had one of those games. I still feel like he gonna have one of them games just because uh, based on it's Jason Tatum giving his respect. He's doing the superstar shit where he's doing everything else. He's getting people involved. He's rebounding. He's playing defense. Um, but that shot ain't falling, man. That little fifteen, that fifteen footer ain't falling. That little fadeaway ain't falling. Just nothing's really falling for him. Uh, Wiggins is doing a good job on him, but Jalen Brown's picking it up uh, with the attention that uh, Tatum's getting. uh, Jalen Brown's really hooping, but they're going to need something more out of Tatum, especially going into Golden State Game 5. Game 5 is pivotal. It's it's really, you know, more than likely win Game 5, you win the series. And if they – I wouldn't – it just – wouldn't be beneficial, you know what I'm saying, for either team. This is this game five is gonna be it's gonna be this is gonna be one of the ones, man. I'm really looking forward to this game. I can't wait to see this game. But you know, Boston on the Boston side of things, they gotta uh, they gotta feel like they missed the opportunity, man. Like that's all I can keep thinking is like they have to feel like they missed the opportunity. Um, they go as white goes. White's hitting shots. Like, I like that guy, man. Like, when he's hitting shots, he's hitting threes, he's making it rain. Like, they real tough to beat. Um, But, yeah, to have the crowd like that and just everything and, you know, going, you can go back to GS 3-1, you come back home for game six. At worst, you finish them out, you know what I mean, in in Boston. So, I wonder how they bounce back. This is where the experience kicks in. You can tell Golden State's experience had kicked in last game. Uh, just, you know, those guys champs over there. You know, they core three is champs. So, um, you know, you can't never really – that's the that, – that, that, I, I, what I think about with Boston is I think they in a win-win anyway. You win the championship, 
you know, chance, obviously. But I feel like this is going to take them, whatever is going to take them into next year, and they're going to feel like they're going to get that experience at, at worst. And something I've been thinking about, too, is just like, you know, it ain't really, it really, it sounds cliche, but it's really no lose. It's, I hate to lose, but it's like, it's, you got to learn, you, I've learned that I learned more from losing than I ever did really winning. All, all my best experience came from taking the L. Uh, so, you know, even if they lose, it's a lot of experience that they get and, and it's no shame in losing to Golden State. But, you know, obviously they want to win the chip. I would want to win the chip. They, but they got a young core. And, you know, but you don't get these opportunities too many times. You know what I'm saying? Another thing I hate, too, is, like, the whole fucking, well, they wouldn't have won if this. I, I kind of spoke on earlier when I was talking about Steph. Like, well, if it wasn't for this, they wouldn't have won. I, I hate that shit. Because it's like, it kind of demeans. And if you've ever been in any type of level of sports like you don't want to hear that shit obviously you want to play them at their best I, I never wanted to play nobody when they weren't at their best I always because I don't want no excuses I don't want you to say well we didn't have such and such I, I always hated that shit well we had such and such and it just kind of like it's kind of disrespect to the the winner like shit happens like injuries happen uh, when I was coaching, like suspensions happened. We used to lose. We could lose something. Like it was week to week. You know what I'm saying? It's a joke, but it was like it was a joke amongst me and me and the coaches. But it was like, yo, like it's week to week. We could really, cause you know, we putting our faith in kids. And I used to always hate that man. If we and I used it once, and I didn't even like how it sounded. So I tried to stop using it. Um, I lost a kid that if we had him, I still feel like we would have won the chip. But at the same time, I had kids that I had to coach and get ready. So I hate that shit. You know, we demeaning somebody else's accomplishments because, oh, Chris Middleton wasn't there. This person was there. Or, you know, Golden State. It's like, oh, this happened. This happened. It's like, that shit going to happen. You need some luck to win. Like, you need some luck to win a championship. Like, you can look at any champion through from the beginning of any league, and it's always some shit that happens. Especially in the modern era, it's always some shit that just happens. Um, you know, what's the old saying? If, if it was a fifth, we all be fucked up. So... <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. This is gonna be a good game. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, uh, man, Boston missed the opportunity. So, anywho, um, appreciate y'all for watching and kicking it with me. Uh, like I said, like, subscribe, comment, uh, criticize, uh, <laughs> whatever you feel like doing. Uh, appreciate you for watching. So, um, and listening. So, uh, anywho, appreciate y'all for kicking it with me. I always end these like weird, but whatever. Um, I got to get like a better beginning and end. Um, so if you got any suggestions, uh, I'm open-minded to it. So, but I'm still going to do it my way. So anywho, uh, appreciate y'all for kicking with me until the next time. Y'all take it easy.